0: Hello, welcome back to Mr. Burgess Maths. Um, I can't believe it's been another week. It feels like a long time ago since I did a podcast. Um, so uh, apologies if it has been. But it has only been a week, but it seems like time is just flying by, but then also going really slowly at the same time. So suddenly we around to Thursday and it's uh, podcast time. And uh, normally I do it a bit earlier than I have done it tonight, but uh, I had a little... Uh, meeting after school online, virtual meeting, which was really exciting, um, and uh, had some really good speakers on it, so it was really nice and uh, to get everyone together, and then um, just quickly went to the gym, so uh, which is nice, so I actually saw some other people there so that I know, so uh, shout out Ed and Ali, shout out Mr. Tupody, um so uh, it was quite nice, and I actually did a 5k run for the first time in ages on a treadmill, so that was actually decent and not like someone limping around like a old man so uh i feel I feel really great it's it's amazing a bit of exercise kind of kind of gets you going again, and you're like oh I, I feel- I feel wonderful. I feel like on top of the world I feel like Superman right now so um <laughs> this podcast could go really wrong very quickly um so I think what 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 have I done this week like what's what's how's it been how's life been this week um it's all sort of a bit strange though, isn't it like we're still you feel like we're sort of heading towards another lockdown, but not really. And you're kind of like, what should we do? Should you see other people? Should you not? Um, Oh, well, that's how I'm feeling at least. And then going, oh well, what do I do? So um, I had a really fun, exciting weekend. I genuinely did for once, actually. So uh, I, I went to the beach on Saturday. It was gorgeous. It was freezing cold, um, but actually it was really nice. I saw my family and um, went for a walk along the uh, Bournemouth beach. It was just gorgeous in the sun, yeah, out of the wind. It was gorgeous. It was really cold, so there wasn't many people there. But some people were actually going swimming. I was like, what the heck are you doing? Like, it's 13 degrees and you're going for a swim. Like, in England. Like, I'm not a massive fan of going for a swim in England. I'm going to be honest. Like, it has to be really, really hot. So, like, August, that's great. Uh, Maybe even July, that's great. Come this time of year, not only in L.E. am I going in waters in England. That is not happening. Like, abroad absolutely love it it's great but in england not a chance like you just look at the sea and you're like mm, no it just doesn't look exciting not with that wetsuit on anyway so um yeah i would need to taking quite a bit of that off but i'm trying to look at it at the moment because uh, everyone's gone about open water swimming so um i need to really genuinely start looking at open water swimming and thinking mm, can i gonna have to do one of these like i'm debating doing a triathlon and it's a uh, I'm t- really trying to persuade myself that the triathlon would be a really good idea to do and it uh, really would be worthwhile and I really want to do it. Ultimately, I do want to do one but trying to persuade yourself that you want to do one next summer is a whole different ball game like you think oh no you know i I can do this i could you know i can run i can cycle i can swim like i can do this and then you're thinking oh but can i do it all together can i be bothered can i oh maybe it might clash with something maybe and i'm like no maybe i need to just bite the bullet and just book it and do it next summer so uh if if i do you'll all hear about it i'm sure on the podcast because i'll start start properly training for it but um yeah, so that's my week gone, I've gone. I did my um, did my epic walk along the London Thames um, through, well, not just London, the Thames. It, it's a bit bigger than London. Um, so I did. I got up to halfway this week. So Sunday, I went for a walk um, through the beauty that is Tower Bridge to the, uh, where is it? To so the Thames Barrier in Greenwich. Um, if you want to go for a really lovely walk, don't go for a walk from Tower Bridge to Greenwich. Um, It was really different. Like, it was miserable. It was, uh, sorry if you live there, I apologise. But, well, I live in Basingstoke, so I can't really talk much. Um, Like, going for a walk in Basingstoke isn't exactly a picturesque, scenic view, Um, especially not near my house. Um, But going for a walk through Greenwich and Lewisham wasn't, you know, it's not your typical place you go for a day trip uh, to go for a nice walk along the river. But I've done it, I've got halfway, um, so, uh, which is exciting, and uh, it was really nice to get everything done, and I've got to the halfway point, so back to the beginning of the walk, um, So because I started in the middle, because who wants to start at either end? That would make no sense, would it? Oh wait, it really does. Um, so um, it was really nice to actually kind of get going and do something. I did it really fast because it was so miserable. So hopefully um, I can get out and do all the countryside bits now. So everything I do now, um, I've got to go through Oxford, which is, you know, I know it's a city, but it's not exactly a really unpretty city, is it? Like You know, it's really pretty, Oxford. I'm looking forward to getting to Oxford. Whereas, yeah, walking around the, uh, the O2, like, the o is nice, but around the outside of it, not so, it's pretty grim, to be honest. It reminded me of actually walking around the outside of the ot reminded me of being in a theme park like behind the scenes when i used to work at Legoland. and then um, you used to go outside you know you'd be in a nice bit and everyone's friendly and you go out to the other bit and it just looks grim just looks like miserable you just like shipping containers everywhere and like you know stuff just dumped and that's the secret behind a theme park everyone um <laughs> but it was a bit like that at the ot as well so i was like oh, this is a bit grim walking around this so um yeah there we go done it was one of those, you tick box, I've done that bit. I don't ever have to do it again. And I wouldn't recommend ever doing it to anyone. Unless you're trying to walk the whole of the Thames. Then do it. Because it's exciting and worthwhile doing. Um, so yeah, that's been my week really. Um, and then I've been trying to think about what I was going to talk about today. And uh, I was inspired by my Year 10 group. So shout out to uh, 10RF. Um, you've inspired me for the podcast today. And um, When we talk, I've been doing... Um, three way simultaneous equations with you guys. And I was thinking about like how we do simultaneous equations and why we do them and why we solve them. And they're one of my real like loves. Not just because they are um you know algebra and let's be honest here, who doesn't love a bit of algebra? Um, but also I they like doing a puzzle. I love doing a puzzle and I love doing a Sudoku. So just to give you a, a bit of an insight into how sad my life is sometimes I do a Sudoku every morning when I get up so um, I have a little like, Sudoku app and it gives you a uh, Sudoku a day so every morning I do a Sudoku over breakfast it just gets my brain going a little bit and um, just you know I like that kind of puzzle challenge um, and simultaneous equations feels a little bit like that but then so I was doing a bit of research into the kind of the history of them and where do these things come from and why do we solve simultaneous equations well actually kind of a lot of kind of Algebra is about problem solving. And it's about trying to bring together lots of things that um, we don't know and trying to find out what when they do all occur, so what kind of they are. Um, and that's kind of what algebra ultimately is solving equations, is, is finding out what an unknown number is. And most of the time we have numbers which we don't know one thing and we don't know another thing as well and we don't know a third thing and we don't know a fourth thing and a fifth thing and so you start to get into uh, simultaneous equations kind of lots and lots of unknowns very quickly and in school you tend to only do it with two unknowns and you do the nice puzzle and elimination method and and off we go and we just move on and maybe we might do quadratics maybe we might do this um, substitution method but Unless you do further maths, you don't even go to a three-way simultaneous equation with three unknowns. But ultimately, mathematicians don't just stop with three unknowns. Like, ultimately, we want to be able to find any unknowns. Like, why not? Like, that's got to exist, surely. So let's think about um, what we've got. So um, ultimately, the Chinese started doing simultaneous equations. So the Chinese are way back in uh where's my notes uh, so way back in about uh, 179 ad there's the first reference to a um simultaneous equation um but some of it might have been written as early as 150 bc so they started doing some um gaussian elimination which we'll get onto um but it's kind of working through trying to work out simultaneous equations and there wasn't really kind of methods written down um, in books in Europe so of how to solve these simultaneous equations. And so we get to another of our big mathematicians that we talk about all the time, um, Isaac Newton. And Isaac Newton uh, was teaching in Cambridge and teaching at university and realised that there wasn't anything written down. There wasn't any notes that were taught of how to solve a simultaneous equation so guess what he decided to write one Um, and so he'd already finished kind of teaching and stuff so he decided to write down how to solve simultaneous equations now these were kind of copied and shared and taught at university so you know ultimately you think you're doing you know when you learn a simultaneous equation you think oh gosh I've got to do that for my GCSE well, it used to be that that used to get taught at degree level only about 400 years ago. So, you know, how smart are we getting these days? Um, so, um, he these were all kind of copied, all these notes, um, until we get to a guy called Friedrich, uh, Friedrich Gauss. Oh, Friedrich. There we go. Friedrich is German. He's French. Uh, I don't know. Carl Friedrich Gauss. Um, and uh, he kind of came up with the notation that we know today. And ultimately we can kind of do our elimination method that we do in school with kind of lots of different things. But once we get to kind of bigger simultaneous equations, actually we need um, a way of being able to solve that. And this is called Gaussian elimination. And instead of solving it using algebra, we actually transform that algebra into a matrix. Now a matrix is just a um, yeah the movie um but it's more than just the movie it's kind of a row of numbers um in and rows and columns of numbers and we just change it so say if i've got something like 2x plus y minus z equals 8 and minus 3x plus minus y plus 2z equals minus 11 and minus 2x plus y plus 2z equals negative 3 actually we just strip all of the x y's and z's out so don't worry you're not going to remember it and we just take what's called the coefficient the number in front of our letter we just actually make that into a number and we put this into a matrix and put like big brackets around it so we'd get something like 2 1 negative 1 8 negative 3 negative 1 2 negative 11 negative 2 1 2 negative 3 and we kind of just get our matrix and what we do is we then start to do some operations and because in a matrix we can do certain things, row operations, we can do, then start to solve it. So there's kind of three things that you can do. So you can swap the position, uh, positions of two rows, so you can swap them around. Uh, you can multiply a row by a num- n- another number, so just any number, so you can multiply them by any number. Uh, you can add one row uh, to a scalar multiple of another, so you can multiply another row by something and add it on. And the same way you can take it away. And what we end up with is you end up with trying to get down to um that the first kind of three bits, the square bits, um, is just one zero 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 one zero 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 one and then you end up with a row on the right, um which or a column on the right, sorry. Um okay, my rows and my columns the wrong way around, um, which gives you your solutions. And so, so that's a way that we can actually start to then be able to solve our simultaneous equations. Now we can do that with a three by three matrix and then with our kind of one by one uh one by three. Um or we can then start to go even bigger. So you could solve four unknowns. But the thing is you'd need to have four rows of your matrix. So you're gonna have to have four different solution uh systems of the equation. And in the same way we can do five and six and seven and and suddenly we get up to Gaussian elimination can actually solve big, big sets of unknowns. So you don't then have to worry about having, like, 26 letters in the uh, Latin alphabet, but actually you could then solve, kind of, if you've got 27 unknowns. And so... When we start to look at simultaneous equations, we look at some nice easy ones. Don't worry, I'm not panicking you. You're not going to have to do this for your GCSE exam. But ultimately, mathematicians do want to be able to solve massive problems. And this is one of those systems that we can use. It's actually, we can use Gaussian elimination. So there we go. There's Gaussian elimination for you. And uh, you can look it up and uh, see what happens with it. You can look at what a matrix is. Not the movie. I know you want to look at the movie, it's fine. Um, you can watch that if you want. I'm gonna be really honest, I've never seen The Matrix. So uh there's a big bombshell that's just occurred fourteen minutes into today's podcast. Um I've never seen The Matrix and I've never seen The Matrix two or three or whatever, how many of it goes up to. Um but I do know how to do matrices. The plural of a matrix. Um but um, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I haven't, I'm not really a movie buff. So, um, but yeah, check out a Matrix, a proper Matrix, a mathematical Matrix, not the movie because it's rubbish. Well, I think it's rubbish. Who knows? It just looks rubbish. Um, so uh, check it out and uh, have a go. But. Um, that kind of ends what we're up to today so uh just shout out to uh, my year 10 class particularly um so well done for cheering me up this week because one day i had a full-on meltdown i um, and you guys cheered me up so year 10 well done you were amazing this week you actually cheered me up and got me to do some maths so i loved it and absolutely loved it so shout out to you guys you'll get absolute a big shout out, podcast shout out this week Hey, uh, if you want a shout out um for next week make sure you give me drop me a line or come and see me uh drop me a hashtag on Mr Badger's maths on twitter or um drop me a message on google classroom um which either way whichever way you want to get in touch um whether you are in my school or not uh whether you're in america whether you're in uh bangladesh wherever you are listening from this week um hope that's been really helpful uh hope that's been you know slightly interesting if not um go for a walk because uh, and listen to this whilst you're doing it there you go you can listen to the back catalogue it's really good um, so uh, enjoy yourself and uh, have a great weekend and uh, catch up with you soon bye bye